listening to the Miracle Word Podcast. We believe that the Word of God gives you the power to experience never-ending increase in every area. If you're ready for revelation that will take you to the next level, you're in the right place. Here's your host, evangelist, author, and founder of Miracle Word University, Ted Shuttlesworth, Jr. All right, you know, I woke up yesterday and... Of course, when I woke up, I wanted to see, you know, what was the conclusion of kind of what was going on in this world. And this uh, today, uh, first of all, I want to commend everybody who is sticking with this fast. We are on day seven and I'm already getting so many testimonies. And this is a time more than ever, more than ever that you are pressing in that you're going further in what you are um, trying to accomplish with the things of God, building your faith to new levels. This needs to be a time that you feel different in your faith, that you feel like you're going to a new level. This is the time you will crumble. 2020 was a crumbling year for many people who thought they had it all together with their faith walk by every song they sang in church, by everything they thought they, you know, quoted, by every, you know, people think that their faith is what they post. No, you have to have it in your spirit, man. A year of crumbling for 2020 for many of the believers because what they thought they were saying, they actually genuinely didn't believe. And it was evident by how they acted and by how they spoke. And so this is it. You need to push yourself to go farther. You need to push yourself to go higher in your faith. Each and every moment, every opportunity that you can make yourself go farther into the things of God and to faith and to what he has for you, you need to take that opportunity. And so I woke up yesterday and I looked up what the conclusion was for some things going on in this world and it hit me like a ton of bricks. Not what you think I'm getting ready to say. It hit me like a ton of bricks. And all I could think about was this old hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness. And I'm, you know, it makes my eyes water because I, I grew up on that hymn. My, my granddad would sing that hymn over and over again when I was a little kid. And when I was a little kid, you know, you hear the words, but you don't necessarily understand the depth of it or the importance of it. Um, but I just played Great is Thy Faithfulness so much yesterday and all this morning because not because of any kind of fear you know what I'm disappointed in is is history stuff I'm not disappointed in 2020 I'm not disappointed you know I'm actually disappointed in a lot of, of Christians because the posts that have been posting the last few days like they're ready for 2021 or 2021 to be over and you know see you later it was good for the first five days it's like what was your hope in to begin with what what was it were you writing out 2021 for the first five days and because all hell broke loose and stuff within the nation's capital and the president that you wanted didn't get in. And, you know, it just goes to show you how surface level your Christianity really is. Now, I hopefully I'm not talking to any of the Victory Tribe that's watching uh, because I'm not trying to get on your case. But seriously, if, if you're one of the people that have been like, well, 2021 was great. Peace out. Looking forward to 2022 already then you have completely discounted what God has for you for this year and what he said. Before 2021 came to us, we were in church on 2020, receiving the word of the Lord from our bishop. And a lot of you had church services on on New Year's Eve and your pastor gave a word for 2021. So uh, now that it's not going your way that you thought was going to happen, is that it? Are we saying, guess what, guys? The 21-day fast has officially come to an end today. It it has officially come to the end today because we were fasting and praying just for the first five days to figure out what was going to happen in this nation. Is that that how we're going to operate as Christians? Is that when all hell breaks loose and things aren't going around us the way that we want, 
Where was your hope? Where was your faith? Was it just in the Republican Party? Was it just in the Democratic Party? Was it just in Trump? Was it just in Biden? I mean, where actually was your hope and faith? I understand that, yes, we're praying for our nation. I understand history very well. And I am sad that it has taken a serious turn from 1776. I won't get into it with you guys with the history. But this earth, I will say a little bit because Tiffany's now laughing at me, was founded on the rebellion of men, of colonists, who tried and tried and tried with the King of England and then fought for four years and thus 1776 happened and our founding fathers wrote what we have the Constitution of the United States that this nation was built on for the freedom, home of the brave, right? Okay, so yes, things are changing around us, but what does that mean to us as Christians? What does that mean to us as the believers? What does that mean? Is my righteousness based on what's going on around us? Or does the Bible proclaim to us that this is what will happen for the righteous? Now I'm going to read some scriptures to you today. And when you have to read them for what it's worth, or you're going to have to add in and fill in the blanks, because when you read it for what it's worth, it makes you like a, a mighty, strong fortress, standing on the rock, standing on our foundation. But when you take these verses, people seem to add their daily what's going on. Now, when I say all hell breaks loose, everyone automatically thinks, good morning, Ted. Good to see you. Good morning, Ashley and Christina and Pastor Bill. That's right. Kingdom dominion. And, and when you read these scriptures for the righteous, it will be well. Start with me in Isaiah 3.10, because the way, um, the way that believers are acting right now, because it didn't go a certain way as of right now, it, it's like, where did you have your hope and trust in? Last year, Ted read and preached out of Isaiah 310 and many of the services I was in, and it stuck in my spirit. And it says, Isaiah 310, tell the godly that all, all will be well for them. They will enjoy the rich reward that they have earned. So tell the godly, I'm godly. I'm godly. I'm righteous. I am living in right standing with the Lord. You're living in right standing with the Lord. Why on earth are we getting all twisted and bent out of shape because of what is going on? Yes, I understood what uh, each party stands for, but there's, corru there's corruption in everything. There's corruption all around. Do you think the government of Bible times wasn't corrupted and the corruption in the government of 2020 is somehow far worse that these things weren't happening back then? There will always be corruption around us. There'll always be evil around us because we're living on earth, earthly flesh, okay? The devil will operate in the flesh aspect. He's in no way spiritual. We're spiritual beings. We're part of a different kingdom. We're part of a different kingdom. And just like Pastor Bill Motley said earlier in the comments, kingdom dominion is how we have to operate. Do we have it or not? Do we go by what's going on in this? Do we depend on stimulus checks? And do we depend on the government? No. Go back to what I taught the other day. Don't be a moron. Ask for the wisdom of God. Wisdom of God will only show you that you depend on God for what's going on because he's the one giving you the ideas. He's the one giving you the provision. He's the one um, uh, sustaining favor in your life and the blessings of God because they're coming from him. And so with Isaiah 3.10, tell the godly all, all, all will be well, not some. Not a little bit in your life. Here's a little bit, and then I'm going to take it away. Here's a little bit, and we're going to go from there. All will be well 
with them. And so this morning when I was singing Great is Thy Faithfulness, and like I said yesterday when I woke up and that's all that was in my mind and that hymn flooded my spirit man was Great is Your Faithfulness, I was just thinking for the righteous, we are about to do something so explosive in 2021. The revivals that are going to break out for the people that are hungry and pushed. And like, what are we fighting for? I understand we're fighting for freedom in this country. And I understand we're fighting for those things. But if people got more, as mad as they're getting in the natural and storming places and telling people off and giving everyone their two cents, where is that when it comes to the enemy? As mad as we're getting in the natural about the things happening in the natural around us, why are we not taking that same anger and getting mad at the things that are happening in the supernatural? Take control of that. He's given you authority. It says in Luke, he's given you all power over the enemy. Transfer the, the anger that you have right now at people that are ticking you off and what's not going your way and take it to the, to the supernatural and take dominion. Use your authority and take dominion. I am a righteous woman of God. And everyone needs to declare that. Say, I, whatever sex you are right now. Uh, and it's what you were born with, just so you know. I am a righteous man of God. I am a righteous woman of God. These things, the Bible says, and say it out of your mouth, says the godly, for the godly, I am godly. Say that, I am godly and all things will go well for me. All things will go well for me. So we need to take this anger that we have been having in the natural and we need to transfer it to the supernatural because we're fighting over things that will not be changed unless they're changed in the supernatural. You're not going to conquer the things of this world until you get it right here. It's a, it, it's a heart change. It's a spiritual change. So let's transfer What's going on in the natural and get angry in the supernatural? That's right. I am a righteous woman of God. I am godly and all things will go well with me. Declare it out of your mouth right now. Declare it where you are. Say it out loud so your ears can hear and your spirit man be lifted up. I am godly and all things will go well with me. That's right. I do not depend on this government system. I do not depend on what's going on. I don't depend on a, on, on a political party. I don't depend on the House or the Senate. I do not depend on it. I don't depend on I'm not ignorant in what history has provided for us, but it is not my source, and I don't depend on it. Um, what is your faith and assurance connected to? That's something you got to ask yourself. And I was thinking of Psalm 1. It's one of my favorite chapters in Psalms. And it's great that it start, it's, it's great that that's how Psalm starts off with Psalm 1. But it shows you what your assurance should be connected to. I'm just going to read I'm just going to read all, all six verses because it's a short chapter. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners, or join in with mockers. But they, that's me, you guys are writing it right now, a righteous woman, a righteous man of God, but they delight in the law of the Lord. My delight is in the law of the Lord. Yes, I'm obedient to the law of the lands. Yes, that's my duty. Yes, that's what I'm supposed to do. But I delight, I delight, you delight in the law of the Lord. And what should you do with the law of the Lord? Meditate on it day and night. They are like trees. They meaning us, you, me. We're like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Now the Bible doesn't say bearing fruit when a Republican is in office. It doesn't say bearing fruit when a Democrat is in office. 
It doesn't say. Bearing fruit. And now you can fill in the blanks. No, it says they're like trees planted along the riverbank. Where is the riverbank? What is your source? What are you pulling from? What are you pulling from? Their leaves never wither and they prosper in all they do. But not the wicked. They're like worthless chaff scattered by the wind. They will be condemned at the time of judgment. Have no fear. These people aren't getting away with stuff in this world. The enemy is not going to get away with stuff. Don't you fear their time is coming. Their time is coming. They will be condemned at the time of judgment. Sinners will have no place among the godly. For the Lord watches over the path of the godly. But the path of the wicked leads to destruction. There's two paths here. The path of the godly and the path of the wicked. I'm sticking to the path of the godly. And the godly has benefits. The righteous is protected. The righteous are blessed. The righteous live in production. The righteous have provision. I am a righteous woman of God. And people have been writing it. I am a righteous man of God. Because there are benefits. There is the blessing. There is a... All, like we read in Isaiah, all will be well with the righteous. And so look, my production, my bearing fruit of each season. So, okay, so all hell's breaking loose in our country, in your job, in your family, in your workplace. Now what? 2021, we're all done with it. We gave it five days and that's it. We're all done. We're done. We're ready to move on. Listen, 2020... It will go down in the history books as the worst year probably ever right now. Not for me. I wasn't wishing 2020 was over. I was excited to go into 2021 because I filled my spirit man up with the word of God. I knew what's coming. God's given me a, a little glimpse of this and a little bit of that. The words I've heard, the words I've received. So I wasn't like 2020, never want to hear or see that again. No, God did massive, major testimonies in 2020. That 2020 will not be a year that I never speak of again. It will be a year that's brought up a lot in the years to come. But I'm excited for 2021. And you should be excited for 2021 and not discredit it and not throw it away and not wish it wasn't here and not, you know, anything like that. You should not be discrediting 2021 and thinking that, you know, I'm ready for it to be over already. Absolutely not. I'm not ready for it to be over already. This is the importance of getting into this time of, of fasting and prayer for 21 days. I am so excited for 2021. The words that were given to us, the instruction from the Lord was not based on this election. It was not based on what my neighbor says. It is not based on what your boss says. It is not based on what whoever you're talking to. 2021 is based on the word of the Lord. And what has been the word of the Lord for you this year? Do not toss it. Do not throw it aside. Do not trash it because of all hell breaking loose. Stick with it. He's a provider. He's a provider in every area. Everyone needs to get with everything that they start singing on Sunday and what they start hearing and what they start reading because the, the waves of the wishy-washy Christians need to come to an end and need to come to an end. And you know what? Life is not going to feel good and life is not going to go well if that's how you're going to continue to be is a wishy-washy Christian. So Psalm 1, get that in your spirit. Bearing fruit each season. I'm going to bear fruit in each season. Lord, what do you have for me in the first quarter of this year? Lord, what do you have for me in the second quarter of this year? I am planning, I am running, and I am going to have the most prosperous year that I've ever had. And it's not based on anything else but applying and believing the word of the, God, uh, the, word of the Lord. And so it says they're going to, leaves will never wither and prosper in all they do. So I wanted to go with you uh, to 1 Kings 17 because I was thinking 
of different <clears throat> stories in the Bible. Elijah, I love reading about Elijah. I, lo I, lo I love reading... Um, I love reading the Old Testament. I used to not. I used to feel like it was a little hard to understand, and but it it it's so powerful. And I love um, I love some of these stories in the Old Testament. There's actually have have become a lot of my favorite stories. Um, I love a lot in the New Testament, but some of the uh, it's just the way God works and and how He is in the Old Testament. Man, powerful. But I want to go with uh, you to come with me to 1 Kings 17, and I'll start with one. And so there's a lot of things going on here um, uh, with Elijah. Uh, he's called by God, you know, in these chapters 17, 18, 19 uh, here. And, you know, this evil motley crew of bloodshedding vile people worshiping false gods is what's going on and so you know during this time I think it was like a three-year period with these three chapters uh, you're gonna see that God provided when all hell was breaking loose you have to stand your ground and take the word of the Lord at face value. And, and, and that's just exactly, you know, people think it's got to be something deeper. And it, the, the word of God is really so basic, so clear, so simple, and so easy to understand. I think we make it a lot harder than, than what it is. So taking it for face value. But I'm going to start with 1 Kings 17. And it said, Now Elijah... Oh, geez, we're in Old Testament again, and we got the words that I never know how to pronounce and the names and the places, so just bear with me. Now Elijah, who was from Tishbe, and we're going to go with, in Gilead. Of course, if Ted was here, he says everything perfectly, but, you know, I'm not Ted. Uh, told King Ahab, as surely as the Lord God of Israel lives, the God I serve there will be no dew or rain during the next few years until I give the word. All right, so here we are. We're going into a famine. No rain, no dew, no nothing. Things are going to start drying up. Where are people, you know, you can't plant, you can't grow anything, you can't drink, you can't, you can't do anything. Everything, a seed needs water, right, in the natural to grow and do things. So a famine's here. Verse 2, verse 2 through verse 4, I really broke it down in my Bible. I just started circling things and writing out things because I started to like see stuff. And I really want you to focus on verse 2 through verse 4, though. I'm going to read more. Then the Lord said to Elijah, here was my first circle when I read the verse, go to the east. Okay, let me read everything, then I'll break it down. Go to the east and hide by the Kareth Brook, near where it enters the Jordan River. Drink from the brook and eat what ravens bring you, for I have commanded them to bring you food. <laughs> that was one of the first things I said last March when um, we were at a meeting and this just hit the nation and stuff was going on and... Uh, I said to Ted, I said, we're, we're out traveling right now. Like, we can't, we're not, we're flying home. Like, you can't buy toilet paper and paper towels right now. Like, what the heck's going on? You know, every, it's like all over the news. Uh, people were texting me, like, you know, there's nothing in the store. And I'm just going to say, something as simple as that, I, I, I wasn't, like, I was just goofing off with Ted, but I said, you know what? If ravens can bring food, which to me equals provision, then, then ravens can bring anything. I'm never going to be without toilet paper or paper towels or anything, anything. So the ravens will bring us our paper needs if we needed to. So you have to think like that. You have to group that in everything. It's just not that you're going to be without food. Food sustains you. Food is provision. You're going to not be without anything. The ravens will bring it all. And so 
go, coming back to verse two and breaking that down, it says, then the Lord said to Elijah, go to the east. Okay. He gave a direction in what you're supposed to do. During this time of prayer and fasting, where is he telling you to go? What is he telling you to do? It's time to step out. It's time to step out during this prayer and fasting. It's time for you to figure out the direction that God has for you. Number two, he says, and hide by the Kareth Brook. When I was reading this this morning, I had um, circled the word hide and I was thinking of protection. And, and then verses started coming to me. You know, the righteous run into and they are saved. He's a strong tower, you know, abiding in the wings. He, he's going to hide you from the evil. He's going to hide you from destruction. He's not going to tell you all these other good things. I'll heal your body. I'll give you joy. You'll be uh, free from uh, fear and anxiety. But I'm not going to, you know, hide you from the evil and wickedness in this world. Absolutely not. So there's direction. He said to go east and to hide by the Kareth Brook. To me, that's protection. He's going to hide. Near where it enters the Jordan River, drink from the brook and eat what the ravens bring to you. To drink, to eat, to me, all of that's provision. So even though there was a famine with no dew or rain, he's still going to give direction to, to Elijah, protection to Elijah, provision to Elijah. And then it says, from the brook and, what, and eat what the ravens bring you, for I have commanded them to bring you food. Instruction. He's given us all a time during this first part of the year to receive a direction from him, an instruction from him, protection from him, and provision from him. So if it's something you have to write in the comment section, say in the year of 2021, I'm going to receive direction from the Lord, instruction from the Lord, protection from the Lord, and provision from the Lord. Those four things are yours today. Those four things are yours today and are going to lead you through 2021 despite what's happening in the world, despite what the government says, despite what anybody... Uh, I, never in a million years am I going to listen to an unrighteous person give me direction in my life. There'll be a cold day in hell when that happens. And since hell's never, ever going to feel a chill of air, then it will never happen. So we're all good, right? Okay. So look at that. Get 1 Kings 17 and that first uh, verse 2 through 4 into your spirit. That's right. Kayla says in the year of 2021, I'm going to receive direction, instruction, protection, and provision. That's right. Write what Kayla's writing. Get that in your spirit, man. I'm going to do direction, instruction, protection, and provision. That's what he's saying to us. During a time when all hell's breaking loose, during a time where you think this year started off, you know, all crap hit the fan, not for me. I don't even know where that saying's from, to be honest with you, unless there's like monkeys throwing poop around. I, I honestly don't even know where that's from now that I said that. Sometimes we say sayings that we've heard the whole, all of our lives. Do you know what that means? I mean, I know what will happen if, that, if someone does that. It goes all over the place. But I'm just wondering why poop's being thrown up towards a fan to begin with. So <laughs> I don't really know <laughs> where that saying came from. But listen, 2021 is what the Word of God says. So in the first Kings, we're going to take out of it direction, instruction, protection, and provision. I'm not going down, and I sure as heck is not going down without a fight. And that's what we are. We're armies in this kingdom. We are suited and ready for battle. I'm not wearing half of my armor. I'm not leaving my mind unprotected. Nope, I got my helmet on. I'm not leaving my front, my chest area unprotected. Nope, got my shield. I'm not. I'm not leaving the house without my sword. Nope. 
I got my, my, uh, my weapons. I'm not going to be unprepared. And that's what this first week is doing, especially during this prayer and fasting. I'm not going to be unprepared. And he's given us words. And we're not to throw them in the garbage just because of what we see on the media. Turn it off already. Turn the TV off. I mean, we could say, don't watch it, this and that. Just at this point in your life, turn the dang thing off. Turn it off. Turn it off. All right. I'm going to go on with, uh, let's see, I was going to end up reading all of 17. But I just wanted to, you guys, you know, on your own time can read verse 8 through 24 because I was going over to the widow and how she said, you know, we only have a little bit, a cup of water. I got a little bit of flour. And, you know, during this famine, she's like, you know, that's all I'm going to make. My son and I, we're out dying after this. This is it. And, and the prophet said, you know, start with that and, and be obedient. Go from your little. Go from what you think you don't have enough of. Go from, you think, okay, look what's around me. Here we are again. The widow's looking what's around her. She's not looking with her supernatural eyes. She's looking with her natural eyes. Look what's going on around her. If you continue in, in chapter 17, this is what's going to happen. Oh, look what's going on around me. Right now, Trump didn't get in. We might as well just all die. You know, there's actual Christians that think like, okay, the Lord can come back now. You know what, Lord, come back for them. But don't come back for me right now because I've got souls to save for your kingdom. I've got things that you've asked us to do. <laughs> I know it sounded bad, but listen, and just let's be real. It's real Friday. I know R and F don't match. It's not that thing that everyone wants to do, but we're going to be real on Friday. Okay, real on Friday with Carolyn. I just changed the title. But seriously, I've got things to do. God has appointed me for such a time as this. He's appointed you for such a time as this. We've got work to do. Elections will come and go. Fraud's going to come and go. All of this stuff will pass away. But listen, we all have work to do. We've got souls to save. We've got healings that have to happen, miracles, revivals. It, we're not done yet. We're not done yet. And here she is saying, well, look around us. I have a little bit. We're done. All hells break loose. I don't know what's going on. going to make this, and my son and I are off to die. But Elijah said to her, don't be afraid, verse 13. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Moms, you're in charge of how your kids turn out. Pressure's on you. You're in charge how your kids turn out. Not society. Not this world. I don't want to hear or see another post from a mom or someone who doesn't want kids right now because they're going to grow up in this world. I'm sorry. Then you're part of not the same world that I'm from because you determine how your children turn out. You fill them with the word. You keep them hungry for the things of God. You show them how to be a God-fearing Christian. And the godly's protected. All is well. They'll always be prosperous. So... Elijah said, that was just a side note from Nonstop Mom. Thank you very much. But Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Maddie, can I see what the rest of the messages are? All right. Yep, I'm going to receive instruction. That's right. Kingdom kids, Janine. But Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Go ahead and do just what you've said. But make a little bread for me first. Then use what's left to prepare a meal for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. He's speaking again. He's giving instruction right there. What are we doing with the instructions that we are receiving lately? What are we doing with them? Are we seeing if they just feel good and, and mix with our emotions? Like, oh, well, it kind of feels good. You know, that's, that sounds right. No. Whether the instruction from the Lord is something that's easy to chew on or hard to chew on, it's not really a choice. We need to obey it. And this is what the prophet had said. And then God, and then this is what God said. There will always, 
There will always be flour and oil left in your containers until the time when the Lord sends rain and crops to grow again. Sorry, I felt it on that one. I felt, I felt it on that verse because I will never be without. You will never ever be without. How exciting, I mean, how exciting does that make you feel? That you, it, to me, there's less pressure. I feel like there's less pressure because I don't have to rely on anybody else. I only have to rely on one person. And that's our Heavenly Father. And so he said, there will always be enough flour and oil to eat for many days. Many, many days. And so as you move forward, she gets a word. And then here we go. What happened? Something else happens. Something else happens. All hell breaks loose again. So what should she do? D discredit the word of the Lord? So now, so now, you know, he gives, he gives you these words and things to be strong in faith. So when all hell does break loose, you can remember the last thing that he did for you that should have built your faith up to bring you to new levels. So she's, she right here didn't think she had enough. Elijah speaks to her and says, you know, listen, this is what God says. You do this, you're, you're, you will receive this based on the instruction that you are obedient to. What were you obedient to? To make, make something to eat with the little bit that you had left over, even though it looks like you'll run out and you'll never have anything else. She said yes. Then God responded and said, you'll always have, you'll always have provision right there. You'll always have stuff that you can make something else with. You'll always have stuff to provide for other people. If she has something always, then it's not just her family that's going to eat and be provided for. She'll have enough to then pass it along. That's our job as Christians. Pass what we have on to the next person. Build them up. Encourage them. Raise everyone up to new standards, new levels, new strength. Okay, so that provision was not even going to just provide for her family. It was going to provide for people around her. But now all hell's breaking loose again. So now what? I, uh, she just got a miracle. So now when all hell is breaking loose again, she should be full of faith and full of strength. So now her son is sick. Her son is sick. And died. She said to Elijah, Oh man of God, what have you done to me? Have you come here to point out my sins and kill my son? But Elijah replied, Give me your son. And he took the child's body in his arms, carried him up the stairs to the room where he was staying, and laid the body on his bed. Then Elijah cried out to the Lord, O oh Lord my God, why have you brought this tragedy to this widow who opened her home to me, causing her son to die? And he stretched himself out over the child three times and cried out to the Lord. O Lord, my God, please let this child's life return to him. The Lord heard Elijah's prayer and the life of the child returned and he, uh, he, and he revived. Then Elijah brought him down from the upper room and gave him to his mother. Look, he said, your son is alive. Then the woman told Elijah, now I know for sure that you are a man of God and the Lord speaks, truly speaks through you. So when all hell is breaking loose, there's a famine. We saw at the beginning that it doesn't matter what's going on around you in the natural. You're going to receive direction. You're going to get an instruction. You're going to have provision and you're going to have protection. And then once you see that, yes, the things of this world will come knocking on the door. But how are you going to handle it? What are you going to do with the information that you have? What are you going to do with the information that you have? There are promises to the faithful and the righteous. Uh, I... I just started writing down verses that were coming to me this morning, but there's just a few I'm going to read before I end today and pray for you. And, and we're not going to let 
the things around us dictate what's happening in our life. There has to come a time. How many times do you have to hear there has to come a time to draw a line in the sand before you draw the actual line? How many things do you have to go through? How many struggles do you have to go through before you actually draw the line? Let's draw it today. Let's say, listen, Lord, I'm a little shaken. I'm a little upset at what's going on around me, whether it be the, the stuff going on in the government, whether it be an issue with a family, whether it be a sickness in, in my body. Where are we, when and where are we going to draw the line? Let's draw it today. Say, listen, I am setting the tone for 2021 like never before, and I'm starting today. Hey, listen, maybe you thought fasting wasn't for you or you're still checking it out or you're not sure. Do it. Start today. Start your 21 days today. Get involved in what God is doing. Get involved in his plans. Get involved in what he has for you. Take time. Take time in these 21 days to listen what God is saying, what he's speaking on. I touched on it this past week. He doesn't have to come at you with some loud microphone, loud horn. He's speaking to you. Stop what's going on around you. Shut out the circumstances. Shut out the noise and listen. Because for the righteous and the faithful, we're not going down. We're not going down. We're not going down. It says, um, Psalm 34, 15 through 17. The eyes of the Lord are watching over those who are doing right. We said at the beginning of this broadcast, I am a righteous woman of God. I am a righteous man of God. He's right now looking over to watch who's doing right. His ears are open to their cries for help. He hasn't left you. He's not forsaken you. That's something everyone's saying right now. Oh, where's God in this? He's left us. He's forsaken us. He's turned his back on this great nation. He loves us no more. <sighs> Unbelievable. That person's never clearly read the Bible. Um, okay. His ears are open to the cries for help. But the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. He will erase their memory from the earth. <sighs> Brutal. The Lord hears his people when they call to him for help. He's over there saying it again. And he's like, in case you didn't hear me in the first verse where it says, my ears are open to their cries for help. He wanted to reiterate to you again. The Lord hears his people when they call to him for help. He rescues. He's not just a good listener. He's an action taker. He's not just a good listener. He doesn't just sit up there and, oh, they're crying again for my help. Well, you know. God bless them. I hope they can learn from this situation. God bless them. The Lord hears his people when they call to him for help. He rescues. He rescues them from all of their troubles. But let's go back to the first of that verse. The eyes of the Lord watch for those who do right. The faithful and the righteous, that's what he's hearing. The cries and he will rescue. Go to Psalm 84, 11. For the Lord God is our sun and our shield. He gives us grace and glory. The Lord will withhold no good thing from those who do what is right. The Lord will withhold no good thing for those who do what's right. Stay in right standing with God this year. Stay in right standing. Live holy. Live holy. Live righteous. Live pleasing before the Lord. Live as a God-fearing Christian. Live full of faith. Live full of faith. He will not withhold one single good thing for those who do what's right. Also, Hebrews, um, 
Let me see if I want to do that one first. I'll do that one because Ted was reading. Ted actually said this verse last night, and it had um. And it like, it just jumped in my spirit lesson. I was driving home from my parents and I was watching the service and it was Hebrews 1, 9. You love justice and hate evil. Therefore, O God, your God has anointed you. What can you do with the anointing? What does the Bible say the anointing does? Breaks every yoke. He's anointed you. Nothing should be holding you back. Nothing should be weighing you down. And it says pouring out the oil of joy on you more than anyone else. Listen. We're at a time in our life. You know, the Bible says in John 14, 27, that um, uh, peace is a gift. Right now, when all hell is breaking loose, peace should be your guide and overtaking your life right now. He's going to give you the oil of joy. He's going to anoint you. You should be in joy. You should be at peace. You should know that who you serve is mighty and faithful. And that's why I said at the beginning of, of this broadcast, over and over and over again. Great is thy faithfulness that him has been playing in my spirit, singing out of my mouth. I've found um, one of the best, um, uh, I guess, one that I really like is by Israel Holton. It, the words, get the words in your spirit, man. Get the words uh, connected to you to build your faith, ground you in the peace of God and knowing that it says in John 4, I believe it's fourteen twenty seven that he gave us peace. Jesus gave us peace. It was a gift from him. We should not be concerned. We should not be worried right now. We should be happy. We should be full of joy. Yes, continue to pray for the nation. Don't disregard that aspect. But the decisions that are being made right now, they do not control us. They do not control our direction. We have the word of God like we learned today in, in 1 Kings 17. He's given us a direction. Find out what your direction is. The world's not in charge of our direction. The world's not in charge of our provision or our protection. Clearly, they could care less about our protection. Go to where the person, God, who cares? Who cares? He made you. He cares what happens to you physically. In John 14, 1, I'll end with this. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Don't let, don't let what's going on trouble you. When you're troubled, your body breaks down. When you're troubled, you will feel... My microphone is hitting something. Oh. When you're troubled, when people, people who are troubled get physically sick. Like, it can bother them so bad when your heart's troubled um, that... Eventually, it comes out on, on your outward body when you're so troubled. Don't, don't let the cares, the nonsense, the garbage of this world trouble your heart. There's a command right there in John 14, 1. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust him for the direction. Trust him for the provision. Trust him for the protection. Trust him for the instruction. He's speaking to you. He's leading you. He's guiding you. He's telling you what needs to go on. He'll tell you when to turn left to get around calamity. He'll tell you when to go right because there's a, a major uh, provision about to happen in your life. Living righteous, living godly, puts you before great men and God. So you don't have to worry about Oh, well, 
my, my whole trust, my whole hope was in this presidency. No, no. Yeah, I'm disappointed at a few things. Yeah, this nation has changed a lot. But my trust, my dependency on this world is negative. Negative. I'm not even going to say zero. It's like negative one million. Negative. I am not going to rely on anything else but the word of God. And in my own life and in my children's life, that's just a goal that I have this year, is to be so dependent on the words that are in this Bible that whatever is happening, um, yes, Christina, I, or you know what? I'll just I'll send you a message on Instagram of the verses that I have. I'll just send them to you. And if anyone else wants them, you can uh, write in and uh, and and I will send you the verses. I actually have more, but it just not going to go go through them all. But we're not we're, more than ever. I am separating from the things of this world more than ever. I don't want anything. I don't want to look anything remotely like it because the Bible says, I have it here in Proverbs 3, 4, you will find favor with both God and people and you'll earn a good reputation. So I'll find favor with God. He'll give me favor with man. Do it in the right order. You don't have to be like, ah, oh, kicking the dirt because of the decisions they're making in Capitol Hill. Forget that. They're all, they all don't even know what the heck they're doing. They don't know their head from their feet. That's not the right one, but I can't say the right one. <laughs> Unbroadcast. Okay, I'll go back to being holy. Um, so, listen, I'm going to pray for you today. And we're not letting anything derail us from what God has for us in 2021. I am still so excited. Hey, Jaden. Jaden's so old now. Jaden was in my kids class when I taught kids church in DCC in Virginia Beach and now he's taller than me. Um, but we're not going to let what's going on derail us. I have instruction of what's happening in 2021 for my life, for my family, for this ministry, for the people around me. And I am not getting derailed. The things that have already been told to us, just, just a glimpse of it, like I said, go to Tuesday night on YouTube. Um, it's not on our page. It's on the church's page. But we did post it on Facebook, the link. Go to Tuesday night at the end when the pastors speak to Ted uh, and give a word over our ministry and our life. Then on New Year's Eve, our bishop, when he was coming down the platform, and he was actually telling me again on Wednesday, he was like, listen, Carolyn, you know, I will get things and I'll, I'll tell them by the spirit. He's like, but very few times I've had an actual vision. And he's like, when I looked over at Ted, I had a vision. And he went down the list of what he saw that's happening in our lives for 2021. How a slap in the face to a man of God, let alone our heavenly father, if I say, well, well, I'm done with 2021. I'm ready to move on to 2022 as if something, you know, magically is going to happen better. Nope. Nope. No, be in the now, be in the move that God has now, jump in the river and go with what's going on right now, be a part of that revival, press in, get what God has for you, what God has for you, God, it's going to leak over to the people around you. We can't be so selfish and be like, oh, well, you know, what God has for me and this and that. No, what God has for me this year is not only going to benefit me, but benefit the ones around me. So I need to figure out what I'm supposed to be doing and not discredit 2021 just because all hell is breaking loose around me. That's not how it's going to work. So today as we pray, we are sticking with this word today. I feel it so strong in my spirit. We're sticking with the faithfulness that God has for the ones who walk uprightly, for the godly, for the righteous. We're sticking with it. We're not letting anyone derail us. Our faith is going higher. Our fasting is going higher. Our prayer life is going higher. Our provisions going higher. Our joy is going higher. Our faith, 
Our money's going higher. He cares about everything. Read Matthew 6, 33. He's talking about natural things. Seek the kingdom of God. All else will come. Seek it. Seek the kingdom. Be godly. Live with right standing. It's coming your way in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God, for this Friday. Thank you that we are here for such a time as this. Thank you, Lord, that your word spoke to us today in 1 Kings 17. Lord, that you're giving us, uh, the people that are watching now and in the replay, direction and instruction, provision in our life and protection. We're shutting out the things that are going on around us. In the mighty name of Jesus, I command supernatural strength for everybody that's watching. I command that we get in such a hunger and a desire to see your power move, not only within our lives, but the lives around us. Father God, for anyone who's watching that's battling sickness and disease, it's going to end. It's going to end in the mighty name of Jesus for the, the Bible says that you've given us all power over the enemy. We're not allowing one more second of him to disturb our peace, our mind. I command every organ to line up with the way you created it to be. You know how everything is supposed to function, and I command it to work properly in the mighty name of Jesus. Blood is supposed to flow the way it's supposed to flow. Clear up, have the right blood count. If anyone's battling issues in their blood, it needs to be cleansed in the mighty name of Jesus. I break off all addiction, whatever they could be addicted to that's holding them bondage, that's keeping them bound with chains where they can't break free and they feel like, I get it, and then I go back, and I get it, and I go back. Well, they're getting it now in the mighty name of Jesus, and they're not going back. Whatever. You know, everyone always thinks of uh, uh, such dangerous addictions and such things. No, anything that has you bound, that keeps you from fulfilling, get, fulfill, uh, fulfilling what God has for you and fully getting what God has for you has to be destroyed right now. The anointing breaks every yoke and you are anointed and it's breaking off of you now in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God, that our 2021 is not over. It's not over, it hasn't stunk yet, and it's not going to. We're not struggling, we're moving forward and what you have for us. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us to new levels of faith, new levels of prosperity, new levels of joy, new levels of wisdom. Thank you, Lord, that the hand of God is on our life as a believer. As a child of God, the word of God says, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging for bread. We're not beggars. We're just asking. And you said to be specific, Lord, and we're asking and we're not begging and you are a provider for the children of God. Thank you, Lord, that this is going to be our best year yet. Don't let people get tired of hearing that saying, for it bears witness in our spirit that 2021 is going to be our best, most prosperous, walking in divine healing and joy year we have ever had in the mighty name of Jesus. If you receive it, fire emojis, clap your hands, do the little emoji with the little do-do-do-do-do-do thing, because that's the one I've been using a lot lately for some reason. Maybe I'm just like in party mode. <laughs> but something that says, I agree, the deal is sealed, we're going to new levels, when all hell breaks loose, I don't care, I'm looking uh, with my spiritual eyes, I'm not looking with my natural eyes, and that's it, period. Period, period, period. Is that how you say it? Period. <laughs> I love you guys so much. And thank you for having me this week while Ted is gone. We have been tag teaming. I'm here in Florida and he is in Danville, Virginia. So thank you so much for having me watching a green standing together in unity on this, I, I, you know, write us. If you need prayer, we'll write you back. 
If you have a testimony, we want to hear it and shout it from the rooftops because testimonies you overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of the testimony. And that helps other people increase their faith and gives them a power boost. So make sure you write in and let us know. I'm also going to give you the opportunity to sow into Miracle Word Ministries right now. Thank you for connecting your time and your finances with uh, Ted and I and everything that we're doing, everything that we are getting ready to step out and do, uh, the things that God has asked us to do this year. You know, we don't say everything that God has spoken directly to us. You know, he doesn't allow us to tell everything uh, in advance. Some of it is just he tells us and we step out and do it. Then you get to see it and hear the testimony. But either way, know that we've got big things coming for 2021, uh, getting ready to go on television and so much more with Miracle Word Kids. So thank you for sowing into this ground. Thank you for helping us push the gospel forward. Uh, you can give by way of what you see on the screen. I'm going to do it this way. That way. Um, and partner with us. Pray. Pray today. Be like, Lord, I listen to them all the time. I receive what they have to say. Stuff that they've, they've said, I've applied to my life and I've benefited from it. Connect with us by partnering with Miracle Word Ministries. Connect your seed. Do something monthly. Um, be a mighty man and women of men, men and women of God. That's what we call it there on the website. If you go to miracleword.com, you can do um, eighty-five dollars a month. You can do one large time seed and be on on the partner list. But do it as you give. If you're giving eighty-five dollars or more uh, every month, we like to give something to you as our way of saying thank you for uh, standing with us and helping us push the word on uh, the gospel forward all over. So we'd like to give you a book. You have a choice here for your offer of $85 or more. Uh, we're giving away Gloria Copeland's book. Anytime you want to put the slide up, um, as far as seat of $85 or more, you can go to miracleword.com forward slash offer. Uh, God's will is prosperity. I know at times, if it's not something you've been taught, it's a hard thing to um, look at my daughter. She's speaking by faith. She's donating a number. I don't even know how to say it. Um, God's will is prosperity. Uh, if you're doing that for $85 or more, you can get that and really get the revelation of uh, prosperity in your life because God wants you to be blessed. Listen, God wants you to be blessed. Thank you. Waving at my daughter. Come back to me, Maddie. Come back to me. Don't, don't leave me. Um, so he wants you to be able to do things that he's called you to do and not only bless you in your life, but then you can do things for others that need, that need it. So prosperity in your life in all areas. You know, people think just money, but she's a great teacher on understanding financial prosperity. But um, that's something that we need in order to carry out what God's called us to do. Also, if you are giving $1,000 or more to Miracle Word, uh, we're sending you a genuine leather uh, life application study body, uh, body, Bible, sorry. My... <laughs> My mouth is parched. <laughs> The Life Application Study Bible. Ted's going to sign it to you, write you a note in it, and we'll get that over to you. So pray about it. Can you do $1,000? Can you do $5,000? Can you do $10,000? Can you do $25,000? My prayer this year is the biggest um, offerings, one-time seeds come in. God has increased our ministry substantially financially. He has given us some of the greatest partners and givers. But I'm asking God, just like I told you, ask to go to new levels. And so if that's you, so today. I love you guys. Don't forget the complete guide to biblical fasting. Get Ted's book ordered today. It will help you during this fast. It's great, great, great information for things maybe you thought you had a wrong understanding on or you didn't understand on fasting, 
This will go through details for you. So you can get it digitally, uh, you can get it in the mail, uh, hard, hard copy, so whichever, whichever one works for you, whichever kind of reader you are. I like my hands-on, Ted's a digital reader. But that's a good thing because if he had to carry, when we first started traveling, he carried a book bag. I don't mean like a backpack, like it was a bag full of books because he would take all these books on the road. But kind of back then, the, the Kindle had just come out and it was just starting out digital reading, so it's, it's a good thing definitely for him. But for some reason, I just, I just like to feel it. It's just real to me. But I love you guys and thank you. Someone just said that they're going to um, start partnering with us, but I didn't see the comment. I'm partnering today with a very grateful heart for what the Lord has done and how he used this ministry to build my faith. Thank you, Crystal. Thank you for doing that. We love you. Truly, truly praying for you. Don't forget um, tomorrow at 1030, Ted will be live, but only on Facebook for a special broadcast. He's broadcasting while he's away in Danville, Virginia. If you happen to be around Danville, Virginia, even a few hours, get over there. The meetings have increased in the anointing every night. Uh, the spirit is moving. Get there. Uh, be a part of it. If not, Albemarle, North Carolina, for all my people that are watching that live in that area, he's going to be at Boomerang Church at 4 p.m. on Sunday, uh, but it's also on uh, social media as well as the website. You can get the information, or you can just hit me up. Hit me up. I'm scared. Love you guys so much, and you know what? I know this isn't like a song of tambourines or anything so, you know, big deal. But the song of Great Is Thy Faithfulness by Israel Holton that I've been listening to the last few days, I'm going to play it for you as we end this broadcast because really take the words. If you got to look up the lyrics because you're not sure of them or you just never really like, sometimes when you read something, you focus on it more, then do that as the song. But man, just remember, his faithfulness is never ending. We're the wishy-washy ones and we're not going to be that anymore. Great is thy faithfulness, and he's got a blessing and will protect and provide for the godly at all times. I love you. Have a wonderful weekend, and I'll see you next week. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of.